Hello everyone and welcome to the third episode of Careers and Employability in Psychology podcast. Today we'll be joined by an occupational psychologist, Linda O'Donnell, who will talk to us about her everyday job and what she enjoys about it and what she did to get there. She will talk to us about her academic journey, her different career paths and how she got where she is now. I hope this will help and give some guidance to those of you who would like to progress into a career in the same field and maybe inspire and just give an overview of what it could be like to be an occupational psychologist to those of you who are not sure about it yet. So enjoy. I'm really good, thank you. I'm really good, feel it to be here, thanks. <laughs> and would you like to firstly briefly introduce yourself to the listeners? Yes, of course, yes. Yeah. So uh, my name is Linda O'Donnell, as you said. Uh, I'm a business psychologist. Um, I have my own consulting um, company, which is uh, Dennis Consulting, which I leaned about six years ago. Okay, so what exactly does your job involve on a daily basis? Well, that is the great thing about my job. Um, no two days are ever really the same. It's, it's very varied. Um, so there are occasions where I may be um, meeting with clients about future uh, pieces of, of work. Um, so more on that sort of business development side of things, looking for uh, opportunities with clients. Um, and then it could be that I'm writing proposals to, to do work with that particular client. And um, if the proposal is accepted, then it's the, the research, um, the, you know, the design and the delivery aspect of the, the intervention that I'm, I'm going to deliver to that client. So involves researching, um, you know, literature reviews, looking at um, occupational psychology best practice. Um, also, considering maybe what things that I've done in the past as well that have been successful and how I might incorporate them into the, the, the intervention as well. Um, I also uh, do some lecturing for the University of Aberdeen. Um, so I, I've got a, an on-demand course uh, that, that's running at the, at the minute. So part of my part of my week would be spent. Um, you know, just assessing the, the work that students are submitting, um, you know, an eye on the discussion feeds and things like that as well. Um, and I also do associate work, so that's the work that I do for, for other clients. Um, so a lot of that is around um, workable, actually working with the civil service and the client and uh, de- delivering quite a lot of um, workshops to their leadership team, so just helping them to manage their teams more effectively, especially now that a lot of people are working, um, you know, remotely, uh, or you know, some people are maybe working in that hybrid situation as well. So very varied, very varied days. Yeah, well, that seems like I mean, it must be, I mean, challenging as well, uh, especially if you mentioned starting your business. That must have been a challenge already, putting yourself out there and facing some difficulties along the way, right? Yeah, that, that was really difficult um, because I hadn't, um, hadn't really worked in Aberdeen before, so I didn't know, I, you know, it's not like I'd had, um, you know, I'd worked in companies and I had connections, I was really starting from scratch. Um, 
so I went to lots and lots of networking events. Um, you know, that was that was a serial coffee drinker basically by just going to lots and lots of networking events and just going my network, uh, meeting people who then introduced me to other people and um, and then eventually got my my big break uh, that someone really wanted to work with me and I, and I just went from there and you know I've because I've been really lucky that it's continued ever since. Yeah, I mean, I think that's very inspiring because I also think that um, it's so important to um, challenge yourself. And I think, I mean, this I think applies for everyone. Like, no one is going to have like a clear path ahead of them, and no obstacles or no problems uh, to overcome. And so I think it's like super important to put yourself out there as soon as you can, even like school, university, try things out and get yourself out of your comfort zone because as soon as you get used to that, it'd be easier for your future. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that and as someone who wasn't like that when I was younger, I just didn't like to find new things, I was very set in my ways and a bit scared of trying new stuff. I've always encouraging people to, to try new things because I feel like I missed out because I didn't try a lot of things when I was younger so you know it's, it's for me a lot of that was like fear but it's uh, now I say to people look just this is a safe it's a place to fail and actually we learn so much more from getting it wrong than getting it right but it means that we learn and, and we, we know what we want to do differently in the future and I think being open to, to having different experiences you know, what, what, what did I know about life when I left school? You know, what did I know what it was like to, to go into work? I hadn't experienced it before, so how could I know everything about myself and to, to work out, um, you know, like what, what it was I exactly wanted to do and where my strengths were and so on and so forth. So the more that you can expose yourself to, I think the more likely you are to be able to to hopefully end up doing something that you're passionate about and that you love doing. Yeah, I agree. And I also, um, so about what you said about networking and speaking to people and just contacting people about your business and what your ideas were, um, do you think, I mean, that must be super important even for us as graduates or someone who just finished a postgraduate course to just keep in touch with people that you've worked with or someone that you've met that maybe inspired you or you want to become like them or do something similar uh, do you think it's like something super important to do and always like keep an eye out for opportunities and I feel like sometimes um, me as a student I'm scared of contacting um, people or um, maybe trying to ask if there's uh, some positions available or some somehow how I can help but um, I always hear that professors and are always so helpful and so welcoming. Yeah, I, I, you know, as you know, I work closely with university and other universities as well and I always say, you know, get on LinkedIn and reach out to psychologists, you know, make make those connections, um, you know, feel free if anybody wants to go through my LinkedIn account and if there's anybody that you want me to introduce you to, I'm more than happy to do that. I think it's really important for 
young people to, who, who want to go into, who hopefully want to have a career in psychology, that they, they reach out to people who are already doing it and to, to really understand what it's like. Because I think there's often, there can also be such a disconnect between what we think a job is like and what it is actually like. Um, so I think being able to speak to as many people as possible, um, you know, is, is, is a great way to, to start. Um, you know, because there's people who will work when I work privately, um, we've got my own business, but I work as a, as a consultant for, for other companies as well. But I work in the, the public sector, the private sector, I work in the third sector. Um, so those are all very different experiences. But for someone um, who in my role, they might work predominantly in the, the public sector. So they might work directly within the civil service, for instance, and they'll have a very different experience from the, the one that I'm having. So it, it, there's no, I would say there's probably very little chance of, of use of business psychologists doing exactly the same thing day in, day out. So, you know, if you then think about that there's forensic psychologists and clinical psychologists and educational, you know, everybody will be having a very different experience to speak, reach out and speak to as many people as possible and just build your network. And we are a pretty friendly bunch. <laughs> so, um, but you know, there might be the one person who doesn't reply to reach out to someone like Ted, but you know, just persevere with it because I think the majority definitely will. Yeah, and I mean, this is the main reason um, I started doing this because I want to make students and anyone who's interested to see that there isn't just one uh, job position or one type of psychologist that you can be. There are so many opportunities out there and so many things that you can do with your psychology degree or if you have any um, dreams, ideas or ambitions, you can hopefully achieve them in any way. There's no like a right or wrong way. And I think it's really important to make sure that, that what you ultimately end up doing is a really good fit for you as a, as a person, that it, it allows you to talk a lot about strengths, um, but I'm, I'm really passionate about that. But being able to play through our strengths when we're at work means that we will have a much more enjoyable experience. And there's a lot of research linking it to, you know, increased performance and improved well-being and things like that as well. So, you know, it's I, I think it's just so, so important for people to, to do something that they, they love. I know that that, that has a very rose-tinted spectacle view of the world. I know that not everybody works like that. I'm, I'm very lucky that I that I do work in that environment and I absolutely love what I do. It doesn't feel like It just feels like I'm getting paid to do something that I absolutely love, which is, which is great. But uh, And that's what I hope for other people as well, that they will have that level of understanding about themselves and make sure that they do something that enables, that, that's a good fit for them and enables them to play to their strength. Yeah. Um, what are the things that you enjoy the most about your job? I mean, I am guessing helping um, other people, the businesses and the teams working together more smoothly and building a better environment around them must play a role, but what are the things that you enjoy the most? I think you're right. I think making a difference in people's working lives is hugely rewarding. Um, you know, there's someone that you, um, I've been doing a piece of work with recently and um, having a bit of an issue in the role that she's in just now, she's having a bit of an issue moving forward because something had happened between her and her manager last year and 
because I didn't feel that she had the confidence to speak to her management about it and just totally out of the blue the opportunity presented itself on Monday and I spoke to her yesterday and the difference in, in just her having spoken to her boss and it completely cleared the air between them um, and she just ended so much past here and she was really grateful to me. I mean, she's done all the hard work, um, you know, but she, but, but just feeling like you've maybe just said something to someone that's made a difference, that is, yeah, I mean, I, I, I take that all day long. I, I, I absolutely love that. But I think the other thing is, is the variety as well. It's just, it, it's so different and day to day, day and just being able to, um, to have a bit of control because I'm self-employed and to have a little bit of control over the, the types of work that I do as well. So it means that I can, most of the time, I can actually do stuff that I really, really enjoy doing as well. So yeah, I feel very, very lucky. Yeah, that's great. Sounds great. Um, is this what you've always wanted to do or is this kind of something that um, evolved along the years and changed as plans change as well? Yeah, it definitely, I mean, I think when I left school, I, which was back in 1980-something, I I don't think I even knew a psychology was, to be fair. <laughs> so, so I left school and I went to, to work. Um, and I worked with a, an insurance company and had a pretty successful career with them. Uh, and I remember, I've been here for about 15 years, and I had uh, my son was born. And I was just then mixed them with a different group of people and they, quite a few of them were teachers and I just began to think about, you know, getting a degree. I felt like it was something I needed to sort of prove to myself that I could do and, and so that's what I did. So I did my undergraduate um, psychology with uh, Open University and, um, and then, yeah, and it, it led me to, to this point. So it's definitely not something I ever set out to do but I definitely feel like I have finally found my way and I'm doing what I was meant to be doing. So it's never too late. <laughs> it's never too late to change career. Yes. And do you think, so what made you think, I want to be a business psychologist? What made you think, yeah, that's what I want to do for my future? I think, I mean, I think initially it was, I wanted to get the degree and then as I, as I was working through the degree, I began to think, Actually, this is, I don't, I want to use this going forward because I've always like been fascinated with people. I've always felt really naturally very inclined to help people as well. So it, so it felt like a, a really natural fit. When I finished my undergrad degree, I thought naively that that was enough to get me into career in psychology. It, it unfortunately isn't always enough, it depends what you want to do. I became aware of um, occupational psychology through uh, a careers event I attended uh, with the Open University and straight away I just thought that's what I need to do. It just, I had been looking at the sort of clinical route and the educational route which most people do because those are the popular, quite often the popular ones, but there was something about this that really spoke to me and I think it was because I'd had you know, I'd worked for a company for 15 years, I'd understood um, like the hierarchy of an organisation and the structure of an organisation and you know what it was like to work as part of a team and 
to work in a leadership role and so and to work on my own and work as work more widely with the team as well. So I felt like I could apply quite a lot of that experience. So that that's really what led me down down this route. And I think we you know we spent such a huge amount of our work or of our life at work, and it just seems like a really obvious thing. So well, let's let's just make people hopefully as happy as possible when they're at work. So that's really what led me into it. Yeah, so would you recommend students to get, or anyone, to get as much um, hands-on experience as possible? Because, I mean, it seems to be that that's what really makes a difference in choosing what you want to do and see what you like. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, a lot of students, when I do near talks and things like that, a lot of students say, like, what, what route should I go down? And you, you talked about this earlier on, that not necessarily just being a straightforward kind of linear process that can be just, and for me it was very fine. Um, but I think any work experience that you can get is going to stand you in really good stead going forward. Because like I say, you understand how an organisation works, you understand, you know, depending on what role you're in, you might be in finance, and, you know, so there's lots of things that you can learn directly related to finance, but but you, you, have, you have to interact with people. You might be, even if you're working at McDonald's, you're you're having to be potentially front-facing with, with people and having to deal with people. And you know, so yeah. all these things just, just give you, um, they just give you a valuable experience. Um, and it's all relevant, I think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, me as an undergraduate student of psychology, I know how hard it can be to find internships or apprenticeships anything with psychology is really hard to find because obviously there are so many factors in it that makes it really difficult to do what are um, suggestions to I mean, navigate that um, opportunities and uh, jobs around like out there that how, what can we do to make it easier for ourselves it's almost what you need to do is take the word psychology out of it, and you have to you have to just be a little bit creative with uh, with your with your thinking, so that think a bit more outside the box. So even in terms of you know people who are wanting to work in um, who want to work in a field in psychology, um, jobs such as learning and development have psychology all over them, but it might not necessarily say that in the job description. So you know, be aware that there are other things that you can do as well, like you know, human factors, something that's not explicit that it's a psychology-based job, but you know, there are opportunities to apply it. Organisational development, um, you know, has its um, foundations in psychology as well. So it's just that looking much more at the job description rather than the title can sometimes be really helpful. Internships is, is slightly different. It's a difficult um, area to navigate. Um, you know, if, if people are working independently like me, it can sometimes be quite challenging. I, I have been lucky enough that I have offered uh, internships with my company in the past. Um, I guess for some companies, if they're small, they might not feel that they've got the capacity to, uh, to, to help support them, but it is something I, feel, I do feel quite passionate about. Um, but yeah, just be, what's the word I'm looking for? It's about being, about just being a bit more creative, just thinking outside the box, and thinking about what it is that you would ultimately like 
view and kind of reading between the lines a little bit in the job descriptions, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah, that was super helpful. Yeah. Um, okay, so thank you so much for joining me today. It was great talking to you. And um, I hope the, I wish you the very best for your future and for your job. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for uh, being great as well. I want as many people to stay in psychology as possible. So thank you for asking me along today. <laughs> yes, thank you.